From my career, this creative relationship has been remarkable, uh, incredibly valuable to me just as a teacher for me. I think it's valuable for the students as well to see us all working together. Mm -hmm. It certainly provides really interesting educational opportunities that, like I said earlier, were, you know, this is the heart of experiential learning. My name is Rob Van Nood, and you're listening to the second season of Elevate, a podcast about big ideas, little projects, and everything in between. Educators and students share their short, elevator pitch size stories to raise your awareness of everything that is going on here at Catlin Gable School. Sixteen years ago, in her first year as the drama teacher in Catlin Gables Middle School, Deirdre Atkinson approached middle school music teacher Mark Pritchard to see if he wanted to join forces on a theatrical production. Now, after 103 productions, I had the privilege of sitting down with both of them and hearing how they kept such a successful team together for so long. Enjoy Episode 6 of the ongoing collaboration series. I'm Deirdre Atkinson, and I teach drama at the Catlin Gable Middle School. And I'm Mark Pritchard, and I teach music at the Catlin Gable Middle School. And 16 years ago, when I first came to the school, uh, the program that I started to build involved doing full productions in seventh grade, short productions in seventh grade, but full 25, 30-minute productions. And we had costumes and sets and lights and we did little plays and then my colleague Mark came to me with an idea. And I thought it would be a good idea to collaborate on these plays with my music class and Deirdre's seventh grade uh, drama group and create a music score for each of these plays. Uh, so we started that in the first year of uh, Deirdre's uh, coming to Catlin Gable. I've been here 21 years, you've been here? This is my 16th year. 16. And we've done 76 of these seventh grade collaborations since, including, or in additionally, we've done 11 full-scale full musicals. Gilbert and Sullivan yep. musicals. And, uh, 16 productions of a, a holiday pageant called Not St. George and the Dragon. That's right. So we've collaborated a lot together. <laughs> so you guys are experts in some ways of big productions, ongoing projects. Um, in those early years, what was, how did you guys come together? I mean, how did you make the collaboration work? Obviously you had two separate classes, but how did you interact with each other, bring those things together, vision things? Mm -hmm. Well, at the beginning of each project, uh, either I or my students would choose the play that they're going to do and then we share that with Mark and his students and we gather together right at the beginning of the whole process we're looking at about 25 class sessions mm -hmm. um, so at the beginning of that that process Mark and I will get together and review the style of the play and the the, the themes of the play and what kind of sound might be appropriate for it if it's science fiction or if it's a genre. western yeah, yeah. or if it's maybe um, minimalist mm -hmm. uh, 
and we'll go through the script and look at all of the opportunities for either underscoring or for special sound effects or how the sound can best support the storyline of the play. Mm -hmm. We'll gather the kids together, the music and drama kids, and we'll do a first read through. And then my students go back to the acting and the set and the costumes. And then Mark's students go off and get to work. Start working on music. Deidre and I, early, early in the process, sit down together, go through the script, mark where music will go and uh, sound effects and such. And uh, so we do a lot of uh, different shows that require very different types of music from animations through to uh, science regular fiction. science fiction and, and uh, right through to Shakespearean work. And uh, yeah, the collaboration works really well. Deirdre has clear needs, uh, right down to we need 15 seconds for this thing. So it's great to put restrictions on music for children. And what I've personally found the greatest uh, gift in this collaboration to me is that it's one thing for kids to compose music, it's another thing to compose music that's going to be performed, you know, for a play that the music's got to fit a scene or a feeling or a mood or action on stage. So it brings another level of realness to the creative process of composing music. And the kids get quite a kick once we finally get to the theatre and hear our music being played, uh, you know, with the actors and how it connects with it all. It, it really, the collaboration really comes together in the last week, you know, where we get it together and... Uh, the kids are, the music kids will come back when we're in tech rehearsals and the music kids are running the sound mm -hmm. and they're also running the lights um, during the production. It's a pretty amazing project just because it's so experiential in nature. I mean, these are, it is a real life application um, and it shows all of the kids, it really raises the bar for how they experience all of the different media that help communicate a story or an idea. So um, those sound designs are helping support the, te the telling of each story that we're telling on stage. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So it seems like you, the, the genres and the, the artistic collaboration is, is a very, I, I guess, made, made to order collaborative opportunity. Um, what are the kind of sticking points that you, it seems like, it sounds like from what you're saying, it seems very well oiled by this point. Were there things that got in the way, sticking points, things that were barriers that you didn't realize at first, either between the way you guys work or vision things or, you know? Well, I have to say that we're pretty fortunate. You may have yeah. a different feeling about this. We had to start collaborating first with this project and then with the musical we had to adapt all the musicals and we did that all together and for reasons unbeknownst to me we just co communicate really really well together there were a couple of bumps in the road and the beauty is that um, our communication we have a lot of trust yeah. and our communication we're, style we're is direct amongst being colleagues you know. and so when there are conflicts or if we're in a time crunch time crunch is generally yeah, the thing that we're stress. up against the most and the stress um, we have to be really clear with each other in communication and very accepting and um, supportive and supportive of each mm -hmm. other and yeah. that has always been in place and yeah. if we hit a rough spot we always circle back and with our catchphrase 
Yeah. I love your work. Yeah, love your work. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, a few times like Deirdre will say, okay, in this scene while this is happening, I, I want the music to be like, they're thinking about the future, but there's a love interest. And, and, I, and in the end, like, like Deirdre, talking we're talking about? about seventh graders, you know, <laughs> who are new to composing, and this is really intricate. So sometimes we have to pull back the expectations of what we think is real and, uh, and achievable. Achievable. achievable <laughs> you know. But I think we've got that down pretty well, and... Uh, and we, we produce music, I think, that fits the play and, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity for both drama and music kids to do that. I guess time is the real for us mm -hmm. because we have so much going for us in that our schedules are the same, we're working um, in the same timeline, we have our classes at the same time so we can bring the kids together very easily. Uh, but time to get together and collaborate and talk about things as we're preparing, that is a, a piece. We're very fortunate in that we also have similar planning times. Uh, it's just that we don't necessarily always have as much as we would like. Yeah. If you did, do you think things would be different or? Perhaps a little more polished, you know, to have an extra week or so of rehearsals where the lighting and sound can be, you know. We could do more of the reflective and um, uh, revision process. Mm -hmm. So it, right now, the students do their own revision process in music, um, where Mark is giving them feedback, well, maybe more a little this, maybe a little of that. If we had more time together, we could, if I was hearing them and saying, oh, I wonder if it could be a little bit more like this, they, the students would have more opportunities for the revision, mm -hmm. for the feedback and revision yeah. process. I think that if we had more time, I'm not sure, that we would come up with a tremendously more better product. Yeah, smooth. yeah I think that having the, as Mark said before, having the restriction really helps us cut to the chase and get the work done, yeah, in a way that keeps engagement high. Yeah. Have you guys tried to bring other people into the mix, or have other people approached you and said, oh, this seems pretty great, could I come in and bring my history class into it, or have you tried to expand the relationship or the collaborative efforts? Not in this project. No, not in this, but I mean, yeah, Deirdre gets in people from outside, a fight choreographer and, and, and people like that, but within the school, uh, you know, we have lower school audiences sometimes. We invite parents to the performances. We have kids. So there's a community connection to it. But as far as other teachers incorporate... And, and the media, you know, Brendan films all of the shows for us, so there's a connection there. More so when we were doing the 8th um, grade musical and certainly when we do the 8th grade um, holiday pageant, that is a collaboration with all of the arts teachers and the eighth grade teachers as well. So that is um, a lot more voices collaborating to support the students. So in the musical, we had the art teacher, Dale Rawls, who was helping with the set painting and with the publicity. And we had our woodshop teacher who was helping with the set building and, the, and guiding students through that design process. Um, so those were larger scale but we haven't done any cross-subject collaborations. And that, I have to say, is absolutely, that's not true. <laughs> a long time ago, seventh grade had a project that was a study of ancient civilizations, and I did a collaboration with that seventh grade teacher, and you did the music for that. Mm -hmm. And it was stories 
from those ancient civilizations and the students wrote scripts and brought those to the stage. Yes. Um, it was successful except that it was really hard to do because of time and schedule and getting the kids to be able to be in the same space to collaborate and also getting all of the adults in the same space to be able to support them. Right. Most of the other groups that I've spoken with this year, time, everyone talks about time. Um, so that's, I think, kind of a given when you're collaborating. You've got to figure that out. Um, you guys also spoke about trust. Um, how did you build that? That seems to me even maybe more essential when you're doing a collaborative piece than the time. How, do you, how did you build the trust together? Um, I mean, for me, it's, it was something that just came naturally. I don't think I ever thought, man, I think I'm going to start building trust with Deirdre. <laughs> I just think we've had a connection from really the first time we met each other here at the school, and uh, we just have an easy working relationship. You know, there's a lot of joy and, and love in, in our interactions if you don't take that the wrong way. You know? <laughs> and uh, and uh, it makes it really easy to collaborate with someone who you know uh, is listening and who uh, supports your ideas and, and they know that you support them. So I think we've just been lucky that we've had this connection for so long and that it just came sort of naturally, I guess. I will also say that the direct communication has been incredibly important so that if if I'm giving an idea that's like, ooh, I want it to be, this sound to be like crunchy toast, which of course makes no sense whatsoever. So if Mark can come back and say crunchy toast doesn't make any sense, and then I can accept that. Okay, totally cut that, that was so idiotic. Um, I'm gonna go back to- I like to the crunchy toast. The crunchy yeah. toast. It's a good one. All right. Good name for a band. Um, yeah. Now I don't know how you're gonna edit all that. But that to say, um, there have been times when it got rough. There was one time in particular where we were on tour with the kids and we were exhausted and stressful and I said something and Mark confronted me in a loving but very direct way and immediately I felt horrible because I love and trust him completely and I had insulted him and he came to me with that and that moment for me was incredibly important because it meant that I could trust that if I had overstepped or insulted or um, run over him that Mark would let me know and then I could respond. If he hadn't done that and just held it as a resentment, we would not be able to have the relationship yeah, that we do yeah. now. So that direct communication was, um, although painful in that moment, sure, it, it was, was not a very long moment no. and uh, it, for me, laid a tremendously important foundation. Sure, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, so last question. Uh, if you had to bring the model of what you're doing to, you know, Catlin in in general, mm -hmm. um, would you would you encourage most people to try these kind of things out? Do you think this is something? Having been at the school for a long time, do you think it's a uh, a path moving forward that would make the school better if there were more opportunities or more chances for? Um, teachers or students to collaborate or do you think it's the way the school is you know it it's a, a, a nice thing if people want to do it but um, it's not necessarily something we need to promote well I would promote it I mean from my career this creative relationship has been remarkable uh, 
incredibly valuable to me just as a teacher for me. I think it's valuable for the students as well to see us all working together. Mm -hmm. It certainly provides really interesting educational opportunities that, like I said earlier, were, you know, this is the heart of experiential learning. Um, I wouldn't want to necessarily push everybody into it, especially if it means that they're going to have to do contortions to make it work, because that's just stressful. Um, but I think it's been incredibly valuable education, educationally, <laughs> incredibly valuable to me personally. It's made my experience as an educator in this institution very rich, and um, I've certainly learned more because it's not just my voice, and I think the students benefit from that as well. Oh, I know the students benefit from that. Uh, when we are able to bounce ideas off of each other and make something, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I I just think uh, you know, collaboration is good both for the the teacher and the student, and yeah, the school's definitely embracing experiential education. So I think that's a direction the school's going, and I encourage that. Uh, I think Deirdre and I have really clearly defined jobs though you know she's the drama teacher she does the drama I'm the music teacher I do the music so that's helped us you know and Deirdre's very musical so we can talk in the middle but go off and do our separate things and then just touch bases occasionally uh, I don't know how easy other people would find a collaboration if it was not as something that went together as easily as drama and music you know so if you had a science teacher a math teacher and a French teacher and they all had to collaborate on something, I think it would be wonderful and there could be some great stuff out of it, but our success largely has been our connection with each other and uh, being able to make strict guidelines more or less on what we do. Not that we ever discussed it, it just sort of worked out that way. And uh, I'd just be interested to see how other people would handle that. Yeah, in, in some ways, this seventh grade project at least is more like parallel collaboration mm -hmm. as opposed to you know, we're both in the sandbox at the same time doing stuff together all the time. It's, we come together, we go off to our separate things, and then we come back. So it is easier mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks both of you for uh, sharing your expertise and your, your history, and I think a lot of people will, will draw um, in, inspiration, I think, from, from what you guys do. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to this episode of Elevate. If you have questions, ideas, or want to share your story, please send us an email. Elevate at catlin.edu.